When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Lonnie Walker game. There's a reason why he's the fourth. Came to play in the fourth. Flash is going to need an IV just to get through this. Lakers pushing Golden State to the brink. Let's go around the horn. Nobody got the IV line? Lonnie Walker, the fourth quarter. Nobody got the IV line? Come on, guys. Still had Lonnie Walker being over the IV line. Just think of it this way, the Hall of Famers on the court last night, LeBron, Curry, Davis, Draymond, Clay, Reeves, Belani Walker the fourth, owning the fourth, 15 points, shock and awe, and now the Lakers a game away from running Golden State out. The champs' consistency and lack thereof, startling. Look at the shots they took late. On the last big play, LeBron knew the play, it seemed, before Draymond even ran it and turned it over. And don't forget to check out Schroeder's face here at the end. All right, Bill Flasky, around the horn to you. You were there. You're making the same Schroeder face. How did the Lakers win this one? And was it more about L.A. or Golden State? It was all about L.A., Tony. LeBron James said Lonnie Walker the fourth won the game for him. I'm not going to argue with that. 15 points off the bench in the fourth quarter. Didn't take a shot in the previous game. Played only 28 minutes in the first eight games of the playoffs. A bench warmer, forgotten Mr. Nowhere. He shows how the Lakers have all bought in to what they're doing. They've all followed LeBron's lead. They're all being inclusive. They're all being the, the, the tremendous team in, in, the, in the defense. Turned up in the fourth quarter, LeBron in Steph Curry's face. They hold the, the Splash Brothers to almost nothing in the fourth quarter. 17 points in the fourth quarter, the Laker defense. Again, Lonnie Walker is emblematic of all this. Frank Isola, is there anything else to say after Bill Plasky wrote the column so poetically and said it on this show? It's hard to believe. On February 9th, they were 25-31. and 31. The only teams in the West with a worse record was Houston and San Antonio. Now, Bill Plasky is five wins away from going to the NBA Finals. It really is hard to believe. But why did the Woo-hoo! Warriors do such a good job attacking Anthony Davis in the first half? They targeted him in pick and rolls 24 times. They scored on those plays uh, 1.13 points, so they were doing well. They got away from it in the second half, and I know that Darvin Ham did a good job making adjustments. The problem with the Warriors, and Tony, you showed some of the shots. It's one thing for Steph Curry to take these crazy contested shots. Is everybody on the Warriors Steph Curry? Does Klay Thompson always have to take a contested shot? And I won't even mention Jordan Poole. And Steph's shots at the end of the game, when they were down one, the runner over Anthony Davis, awful. The step back against Anthony Davis, awful. And what you get is yet another okay, loss. But I want someone to mention Jordan Poole. And, and what, what the Warriors, Israel Gutierrez, let's focus on them for a second, all right? The inconsistency. They're not putting back-to-back games together. They're not even putting back-to-back quarters together. 
No, and this was one of those where it was surprising because it was a Steph Curry on a mission game. He was giving you, you know, all the assists. He was giving you the triple-double. Triple. He was, you know, early on shooting. They were getting layups and dunks early on, as Frank was mentioning, with their early attacks. And just it didn't continue as the game went on. And outside of that fourth quarter, I think it was all about the Warriors, right? The fourth quarter, I thought it was Lonnie Walker, South Florida product, by the way, University of yep. Miami. But um, it, it was about the Warriors with Draymond Green with the now late turnovers. Him. Steph with the decision to have Anthony Davis on the switch and try to attack him if you're if you're if you're going to go to the rim if you're you know I, I feel like if you have options go get another option go ask for a screen and get somebody else one on one you don't want Anthony Davis there in those settings and it, they, he did it twice and took two terrible shots and so I think it was more about the Warriors late in the game where they normally overcome these situations they normally avoid the turnovers and get the performance and the extra shot or two from Steph Curry and this one just a little bit more he missed the layup you know obviously that the end there against Anthony Davis wasn't as good as he could be and I thought they just came up. That you short. say normally, you say that short, you seem to be ready to say you're still optimistic about them. I'm going to ask you that question in a second. But Harry, I mean, they went seven games against Sacramento. They're alternating wins and losses and wins and 30-point losses. Go ahead. Yeah, I think this, to me, is about Golden State. And I agree with Izzy because, one, yes, you got the intense Steph Curry, the I'm going to go get you a bucket when we need it, Stephen Curry. He gave you the triple-double. But things were not broken for them and they tried to fix it for the first three quarters you use the recipe that you found out late in game one that was going to work for you you need to bring anthony davis out on the pick and roll get him out of the paint and run that they scored 19 points on him when he was the primary ball defender in the first three quarters they shot eight of 11. when they got away from that in the fourth quarter they did not score a single point on anthony davis and shot 0 for five that just didn't make any sense. That last two and a half minutes was absolutely not just bad shooting, but just generally bad basketball by Golden State, a team that has been there more than anybody the last five or six years, and they just absolutely fell apart. And the reason that they could not just hang on to their skill after that and going away from that pick and roll was because you can't use Kevon Looney in your offense because he provides spacing issues for you, and Jordan Poole has become absolutely unplayable. So for Golden State, you just collapse this one. You let it go. It's okay. It's that simple. Plasky, you're shaking your head no because I think you think the Lakers had something can to do nobody, with it. Can nobody on this panel give the Lakers credit? Can nobody understand the Lakers were down by seven in the fourth yeah. quarter and they bull rushed the Warriors? Can nobody give the Lakers credit for their defense? How about Austin Reeves? They, the, the, the Warriors can't even guard Austin Reeves. Give the Lakers credit. Gosh, I can't believe Brad this panel. Fella. Bill, open your ears. We've been giving the Lakers a ton of credit. First of all, they've taken 52 more free throws than the Golden State uh -oh, Warriors. And here's the problem uh -oh, now with the Warriors. Go back, like go back to game ready. six. <laughs> go back to game six against Sacramento. The Warriors are two and four in their last six playoff games. They're two and four in their last six. They're not playing well. This is all about the Lakers right now. Okay, it is all about. Israel, I'll give you a last word on this. Thank I want to ask you the next question. Yeah, no, I just want, like, Steph Curry, when you get that first look against Anthony Davis, I know when the switch had worked before, but when you get the first look and it's a bad look, go ahead and get to a different defender on the second time. I thought back-to-back -back yep. it was bad decision but by Steph. But the tone in Golden State's locker room afterwards sounded optimistic. You know, we've been here before. They're not actually saying the famous line, never underestimate the heart of a champion, but they're certainly invoking that, Israel. Are you as optimistic as the Warriors seem to be? I mean, I'm optimistic they can bring it back to L.A. and feel good about winning a game in L.A. I mean, they were up 12 points in this second half and looked like they were the team that had figured it out and taken away a lot of those mistakes. I think they can replicate that if they get back to a game six. And, you know, they're going to feel good about playing a game seven at home as well. They've done this once before against the Oklahoma City Thunder, although I don't think this is the same group that can pull Harry, it. are you as equally optimistic about the champs? 
I am, but you know, I'm going to give Bill Plasky some credit here and give the Lakers some credit because they are 5-0 and at home this postseason. All right, and they've the won those games by almost play. 18 points per game. So I do think Golden State is not out of it, but at this point they haven't given you a reason to feel good about it. And Frank, the light switch that Golden State thinks they can turn on at the moment now that they're back against the wall. Well, Let's remember this. They did end the season on a three-game winning streak. They had a three-game winning streak against Sacramento in the first round, but this is different. LeBron James, the teams that he's been on that have gone up 3-1, it's happened 17 times. LeBron's teams are 17-0. I think LeBron's going to find out a way, find a way to make it 18-0. Flash, I'll give you the last word. I got to say it. I got to say it. It's over. If we were tracking. It's over. We should have a graphic built for that. I think it is. Right? If we were tracking, I thought you said it was over. I had to say it. After they won the play-in game, and you said it's over because they look so bad winning the playoff game. But then you realize. What I love about you, Bill, no matter what you said before, you take whatever situation's in front of you at the moment, you reevaluate with new information. New it's information, not a flip-flop. No, opinion. I'm reevaluating with new information. Well, maybe not. We'll move on. Heat 109, Knicks 101. Maybe it wasn't every ball, but it felt like every 50-50 ball Miami won. And that's how the Heat go up 3-1. Here's Julius Randle's quote after the game. Quote, maybe they want it more, end quote. Uh, maybe they want it more. I don't know. Um, Told you. You know, um... That's been who we are all year, and uh, we got to find a way to, you know, step up and, and make those plays if we want to keep the season alive. Frank Isola, how do you hear that? And is this about wanting it more, or the Heat just better than the Knicks? You know, you just showed the clip two seconds ago. How about Jimmy Butler, saw, you know, getting right to the basket, and Julius Randle doesn't do anything. And then how about the, that closeout that he had late in the game when Caleb Martin dunked the ball? on three of the New York Knicks. Julius Randle is right, and he's part of the problem. You know, the the team needs to follow who their best player is supposed to be. Their best player is Jalen Brunson, but the one that gets all the accolades is Julius Randle. He had eight field goals, six fouls, and six turnovers last night. He has not played well enough, and it's up to the New York Knicks to get players like the Miami Heat have, who have grit and who have toughness. That used to be who the Knicks were. Right now, they're not that, and you've seen in this series. Mm, So are you saying it is true, Miami wants it more? I just think they're showing more grit and toughness. I think that's You're refusing to say Miami wants more. Israel, I turn to you. Uh, that quote from Julius Randle was about as lazy as his play. And it's because when you look at who the reason why they had so many turnovers, he was the one who had the turnovers. He was the one who had the sloppy turnover and then watched as Gabe Vincent missed the shot and then the Miami Heat players who did ran back put it back in. It was Julius Randle not giving you what Jalen Brunson or R.J. Barrett and that type of passion or, frankly, shot selection that those other players give you. And, you know, the the Miami Heat are just a more together team. And Julius Randle, yes, he's a super talented player. He's won a game in Miami this year with some crazy shots. But he takes those crazy shots all the time. And in playoff time, you need to have more structure to your offense. You need to know you're getting a good shot and not a fall away 20-footer from your big man. So the Heat are just better prepared for playoff uh, basketball, and it's showing. Harry Lyles, when you hear the analysis about who wants it more, who doesn't want it more, does it do anything for you? And to hear it from a player, how do you hear it? It's a very big, we're all trying to find the guy who did this vibes from Julius Randle because you are also, to Izzy's point, part of the problem with it. Yes, I think both things are true here. One, that Miami wants it more, but I also want to give, speak of giving people credit, give Miami credit. We have found every reason for them to not win the play-in games that they played in the first series, this series. 
This is a team, and Eric Spolster said something after the game that I really thought that stood out. He said, hey, for all the criticism, and I'm paraphrasing here, for all the criticisms that we took in the regular season, for all the different ways that we've lost, the inconsistencies, things like that, they lost all those games, and so they know how to win now. And when you have a mm. roster filled not just with one of the best coaches of all time, but with a bunch of players that have been here before, you're going to get the result that you're getting against a Knicks team that is young and incomplete. Are you saying in order to win games, you have had to have lost games in the past and learn from those losses? Sounds like it's actually the, the really? failure yeah, monologue that Giannis had. Uh, Plaschke. That sort of sounds like me learning from my losses. No, but I, I think that the quote is a high school quote. Players all wanted to win the NBA championship. They're all playing hard. Just give Miami credit. Seven offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. That's an unbelievable closing yep. kick. They had they had they had better players, they had better coaches, they have a better team. All right. Last word after the horn is Gutierrez. Because we're giving credit and we're talking about wanting it, Bam Adebayo, after those first two games in this series, he blamed himself for the game two loss. His last two games, rebounding-wise, absolute brilliant performances, defensive-wise, brilliant. And that's after the Hawks came into Miami in the play-in and absolutely trounced Miami on the board. It's a great performance from Bam Adebayo last Who week. wants it more and buy or sell next? What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. West Virginia men's basketball coach Bob Huggins on air on News Radio 700. WLW Bill Cunningham Show said... What you're seeing on the screen here, a homophobic slur, he used it twice. Huggins saying there's no excuse for the insensitive and adorable phrase he used, and he won't make one. He said that in a statement afterwards. He said he's ashamed and will fully accept all consequences, and now the university is reviewing the incident. Bill Plaschke, how do you consider it all? This one's easy, Tony. Fire Bob Huggins. 
and fire the radio host who laughed at the of, of wildly offensive remarks. I mean, I'm so sick of people tossing around the F word like it's some kind of a joke when it's so, so demeaning to so many people in this country, to the hearts and souls of so many people. And I guarantee you, on the campus of West Virginia University, there'll be a lot of people protesting this, saying, get rid of Huggins. They've got to do it. You can't have a man, an educator, a man working with young, young people, having this kind of an attitude. Ireland Jr. Yeah, a couple of things stood out to me about this. One, if you hear that sort of language, your first instinct should not be to laugh, but to correct that sort of language. That is how we make progress on issues like this. I think the other thing that really stood out to me about this is the timing. We're talking about a group of people right now where it feels like they're under a microscope of hate. And so for you to so easily say something like this with your chest, to me is alarming. And I think something that West Virginia has to consider when it comes to whether or not they're going to retain him. Because do you want somebody like that right now in this climate representing your university? and it seems like the answer would probably be no. Israel Gutierrez. Well, for starters, the obsession with the LGBTQ community is strange. Like, keep us out of your jokes. It's not funny. It's almost always offensive. Uh, secondly, if you're going to apologize, say what you did, both you and the university. You used homophobic language. You use harmful and hateful language. And lastly, it's just a matter of, yes, if you are somebody who's supposed to be leading men who begin to, to show up there in their teenage years, who, statistically speaking, around his staff and his players probably have LGBTQ people, uh, you cannot be the leader of those people anymore. You have given up that opportunity. And so, yes, fire Bob Huggins and those same radio show hosts who, again, the obsession with the transgender community is very, very tiring right now. Of course, the radio host would be, would be through the radio station and... West Virginia University would be in, in regards to Bob Huggins. But Israel, if I could ask a follow-up question for you. When you hear and read the statement, I should say from Huggins, that I am ashamed and that I'm going to take anything that comes at me now, consequences, like I've taught all my players through the years. How do you hear that? Um, how do you hear a guy who knows he's on public radio saying what he said? Which one is more genuine to you? I don't know. Frank Isola. I'm just guessing. You know, there are people who obviously have been fired for saying less than that. There are people who have said much worse and somehow keep their jobs. Radio hosts who have made a fortune, you, you know, going down the road with this kind of language. I would say this about Bob Huggins. He is a West Virginia alum. He's a legend there. He's in the Hall of Fame. Does that factor in? I have no idea. But my only thing is, when you hear this, and if it was a private conversation recorded, you'd think, man, that's crazy that he's, like, talking like this. He was on a radio program. As a college basketball coach and educator, he can't know how to control himself when he's on a radio. I find that a little and bit I think shocking. that was an interesting point you made, Harry Lyles. This was live on radio, and what was the response immediately after it was live on radio? It was not condemnation or not, hold on a second, what, what was just said? It was laughter and, and ginning it up in some way. An example from last week. This is not comparing anything, but an example from last week. And the announcer, Glenn Kuyper, uh, the baseball announcer, that was a taped segment. That was recorded, and no one thought much of it. And it's wow. the thought process during the live segment or the tape segment, what happens in those moments after, that also needs to be seen. We'll move on. Buy or sell two, Connor Bedard sweepstakes. He's the believed to be number one pick in the NHL draft and believed to be going to Chicago, who jumped 3-1 to one in the NHL lottery. NHL rigged was trending basically all night, maybe because Chicago got it, maybe because of a mistake on the broadcast when Columbus heard they were third before the deputy commissioner flipped the card. But about the Blackhawks, I saw Ben Pope of the Sun-Times report, they took in two and a half million in season tickets in just an hour and a half after getting the number one pick. Harry, what to buy, what to sell? 
I also like to say things are rigged when they don't go my way, but I'm buying this for Chicago. Last time they had the number one pick was 2007. They used that on Patrick Kane, and that helped build up what became their dynasty. They're definitely going to hope that Bedard is going to be the same thing for them in this position. Israel Gutierrez? I'm selling the conspiracy, but I'm buying some of the evidence in the conspiracy because when ESPN messes up and announces before the card ever flips over, it kind of makes you scratch your head. And when you talk about Chicago, that great franchise going, what, tankathon one year and then all of a sudden getting rewarded, it seems. Okay, so together, your eyebrows are I'm not, I'm not. No, 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 you're just saying it then on national TV. Frank Isola. He's only 17 years old. They traded Patrick Kane to the Rangers. The Rangers go out in the first round. Kane is probably going to need surgery. The I don't want to hear conspiracy, especially from a guy from L.A. Oh, my goodness. We do have two conspiracy theories. And, and, and here's a guy who, you know, he covers the Lakers who catch every break known to mankind. So, Bill, take it easy. I don't want to hear conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine a guy from New York not wanting to hear conspiracy. A imagine a guy yes, covered yes. the Knicks. Give it back Not to wanting him. to hear conspiracy. Imagine Frank I saw the nerve Give of you. Give it to him, Flasky. This was exactly a conspiracy. All those the, free the, the Ducks were the Lakers. worst team in NHL history. Yeah. They should have gotten that first pick. The conspiracy, the fix was in. No doubt coming up. I want to see these two go at it again. Plasky and I told them, you can't have a frozen card without a little ice. <laughs> That's right. Very good. Dry ice. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Game fives are mini game sevens. So this makes tonight the two best mini words in the sports lexicon. Sixers Celtics game five. Nuggets Suns game five. Pivotal night for all the teams, Bill. But which one needs to win most? All the Nuggets needed needed bad. The Suns are coming. Durant and Booker are getting better every game. 25-37 the last game. The Suns bench is better every game. The Suns are coming together as a unit. The Nuggets are falling apart. They need to win this I game. Saw. No Chris Paul in that game tonight, by the way. I think it's the Celtics. They're 7-8 and eight in their last 15 home playoff games. They're coming off a controversial loss. Everyone in Boston is picking on poor Joe Missoula. Meanwhile, his players are the ones walking the ball up, and Jason Tatum is <laughs> passing it with a second left in the game, and Joe Missoula gets all the blame. I put this on the Celtics. This is a must win for them. Mm, I think the Celtics could survive losing tonight, but I like the way you, you phrase that answer. But Denver is an absolute need-to-write-the-ship situation. We'll move on. Showdown 2. Compare the cotton candy eaten here. All right? Large bites versus small bites. What you got, Frank? Well, I never ate it as a kid. Then when I found out what's in it, I never had it yet. It's disgusting. 
give me Twizzlers, give me M&M's. I am not even cotton, cotton candy, candy. But I'll take the guy in the left. Never. Never will. Ugh. Look at that. It looks like you've never like had cotton dust. candy. What's wrong with you, Frank? No. What, you, you really never had cotton candy. It's the greatest treat in the world. And I love the guy. You stuff it in your face all at once, and it shrinks in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get a lot. It's, it's uh, not the greatest it's, treat it's in the tremendous. world. I think we can make a ruling on that one right here. But you're but Frank has right. never had it. That's, that's crazy. Melts in your that's mouth. Weird. The way Frank, it melts in weird. your mouth. There it is. We, we eat pizza in New York, Bill. Bill Plasky, take your time. 30 seconds of face. I want to rest in peace, Denny Crum, who died today at age 86, the great Louisville head basketball coach, the closest thing to John Wooden we ever had, longtime assistant to John Wooden at UCLA, went to Louisville, won two championships in 30 years, 23 NCAA tournament appearances, and coached with class, dignity, and grace the whole time. Never any trouble, never any uh, rule breaking, always put the players first, always turned them into great young men. He was a great coach and a great role model for me and my family. I love Denny Crum, and uh, again, rest in peace. Mm. That's right, Bill Plasky, Louisville's finest. Uh, um, I, I'm sure you had a chance to, to cover him as well as, as, as cheer for his teams. Thank you for that remembrance. On a 23 and a half hour break, we'll see you guys tomorrow around the horn. Get all those New Yorkers, Bill, and Camden guys.